Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama podcast is a podcast for all of the mothers in the trenches of motherhood. Um, Lindy and I are here today for the fourth week of our Affirmation Blanket series. You're listening to Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friends. Hi. How are you? Great. We're podcasting on a Friday, which we don't normally do. I forgot my lunch today. So I have snacks coming from the grocery store, but they're not here yet. So I don't know. What did you order? I ordered... The cheese doodles that I ordered the other time, like Pipcorn makes them. They were okay. on Shark Tank. Um, I really enjoy them. I, also, I need these snacks. To, like they need to look better than like my lunch. Although yeah. that's really yummy. But I ordered the. I pip- will live through you. The Pipcorn cheese doodles. I also ordered some grilled chicken strips, Ooh, some yeah. quinoa brown rice that I can put in the microwave, and some teriyaki okay. sauce and some green beans. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But we both have nice little healthy lunches. Yes. Okay. Anyways, okay. You All guys right. probably want to not talk about my lunch. It's the um, last week. It is the How last week. How can you week. get a blanket? Yes. So <laughs> if you guys take this podcast and you subscribe and you share it and maybe for extra credit, you write us a review um, and then email those steps to latchmama or email them to podcast at latchmama.com. Um, we will send you out an awesome blanket that goes over all of the different um, affirmations that we've been talking about. Um, what are this week's affirmations, Lindy? Here's your three. Are you ready? Yeah. What is best for you may not be best for me. My thoughts have value and I'm getting stronger. Mm. Aren't these (laughs) like, these are like three amazing, like life ones, like outside of motherhood. Yeah. Like they can be applied everywhere. They're like good, like therapy ones. They really can. But I feel like when I read through them, it came... With a bit of maturity, like mm-hmm. through yeah. that motherhood growth. So we, I thought they'd be great for at the end because no, you, they're amazing. You can tie them in as you're kind of coming out of that haze. What is the first one? What's best for me may not be best yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, it ties into so many things that we talked about, even like last, the last one. Yeah. What were we hitting on? Oh, I tied into like maternal intuition. Like, yeah. do mm-hmm. I want to go do this? Is it going to be a good thing? Um, do I have to do it just because you did it? Like, does it have to work for me because it worked for you? You know, you know, and I think that there's like another step you can take with it. It's almost like a connection step in the sense that like connection is so hard in motherhood and making friends and building kind of that village back. And it's something that I've been really digging into, like how we want to cover like in the book, because that step right there, it's never going to be the same. Like you can have the best friendship in the entire world, but you're not always going to want to do the same thing. Like Lindy and I were friends and I'm homeschooling my kids and you were like, Hey, all mine are going back to school because that was what was best for you. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like in any way that you were judging my decision to still keep mine at home. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's just, I, I think that it's, it's so hard because there are so many decisions that we have to make every single day in motherhood. And you're never going to make the same decision as other people in your life. Mm -hmm. Like you could walk through life with a bestie 
eat every single meal together, do everything the same way. And you're going to still make different decisions for yourself and your kids and your family. Mm. And I think that so much of kind of some of that disconnection that we see in motherhood and insecurity and judgment comes from the fact that all of a sudden somebody makes a different decision than us. And we start questioning our intuition or we start questioning what we're doing for our family. It comes across as judgment. It comes across as insecurity Mm -hmm. and shame. And then all of a sudden we're in this like spiral disconnected mess where it's easier to just, live on our little island um, than really truly be confident in our decisions and confident that yeah. somebody can love us and see us through those. You yeah. Know? And I think, I mean, that's ultimately for me, like the hardest part is to accept. It's like you, you just know in that part of your brain really what is a good decision for you and what is good for you, but to truly be okay with that, mm-hmm. like to truly make that decision and knowing that e- at least for me, like I've done work on myself. I can be confident, confident in that decision. I'm not losing out on anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. knowing that this path is the right one mm-hmm. for me at this time. It yeah. can always change. Um, that and, can be really difficult. And I think that there's like a imperfection perfectionism piece in it too, because mm-hmm. like not every decision you're ever going to make, like what's best for me and that decision that I make is not always going to be the correct thing or it's not always going to go successfully and I think it's really important that we have a place like a safe place to land when that happens and like friendships and people in our life that accept our imperfection Mm -hmm. you know yeah as much as that I don't know yeah but if you take that way back to like those early postpartum days Mm -hmm. I think that's where this is really difficult Mm -hmm. because then it starts to tie into the whole, like Mm -hmm. my body can do amazing things, but maybe you had the goal of breastfeeding, but it didn't work out that way. And like, you know, what's best for me, you know, and, and and then you're, you are trying to find that connection in that brand new kind of life that you have. Um, and so, but, but if I was only doing this, I could fit in with that group and yeah, everybody breastfeeds their baby at the, you know, all together, a little play date or, you know, wh- whatever, but, but you feel maybe a little bit about the odd duck, you know, you feel yeah. like an odd duck because you're pumping or doing something different, but it's actually best for you at that time. It's I, yeah. yeah. I think it keeps us in this place where we don't always choose what's best for us, which I think is mm-hmm. the hard part is like that, that there's a difference between knowing that something is probably the best decision for our family. So like I tell the Matthew story about breastfeeding all the time. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, most of my kids I breastfed until I got pregnant again. Um, Nathan, I was able to breastfeed through my pregnancy with my second one. I breastfed him until he was like three and a half. Um, but with Matthew, I just was not making enough milk. And at some point I had to give up on the fact, or I chose what was best for me, which was I'd pump once or twice here at work, but for the most part, he was on donor milk and he's been on donor milk now ever since. That was a really, really hard decision because I knew that it was the best decision for me, but to make that leap and actually do that and actually to be talking about it right now, there's not really a sense of failure in my mind. I'm actually proud of myself for choosing what was best for me and my Mm -hmm. family. And it was by far the best decision for my mental health and just in general for him. Um, 
and it's been it's been a really a really great thing but if I had stayed in that moment where I was trying to impress people or I was trying to show up here and be something that I wasn't or you know be breastfeeding my my baby on all the lives or something like that instead I just owned it remember the first time that we were on a live and that he was taking a bottle or something and I got torn apart by somebody they were like I don't understand why you're breastfeeding clothing company and you're you have your baby having a bottle I think it was probably my milk at that point I don't even know if it was my milk or not um but it's just so funny the judgment Mm -hmm. you know and like that true happiness and that sense of self-compassion really comes when we make the decisions that are that are truly best for us and our family and we kind of let go of some of that other stuff that we hear elsewhere yeah yeah I I mean it was so hard to watch you through that you know that journey that you had Mm -hmm. with him and um kind of that acceptance and things are okay and this is good for me and it's totally fine and good for him. And yeah, you know, it's, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I never worried about him. Like it was never like, is this, yeah. is this milk? Is this donor milk? What is best for him? It was always kind of the shame that was wrapped up in it for me before mm-hmm. it, I made like the final decision that he was just going to, I was going to stop pumping and he was going to drink yeah. somebody else's milk. So I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. It's good. But yeah, like, well, I felt the same way with the girls when I rolled up into the, when, you know, the IBCLC came to see me or whatever. And I'd seen her with multiple kids before. I'm like, here's what, here's what's going to (laughs) happen. You know, this is what we're going to do. Just help me come up with a plan. Cause you know, with other little kids, this is what is the best for me. Yeah. And in knowing what I went through before. And Mm -hmm. it's really choosing you, you, I think in a lot of times, which I think is where it comes from, where you started Mm -hmm. this whole thing with the fact that a lot of the ones we're talking about today really come from a little bit of maturity and a little bit of self growth and a little bit of putting ourselves first, which isn't always the way that we're kind of programmed, especially when we have little, little, tiny, right. tiny babies. So, right. What's the next All one? Right. My thoughts have value. Oh, you say <laughs> these and I always like have to take this like deep breath of like, cause I just want to shut so many of these out. Like my brain immediately goes to this place where I'm like, eh, can we just move on and talk about like my cheese doodles that are coming soon? Yeah. Um, I mean, mm. I think that, and I don't mean to bring up like society in general, but I think that so much of the way that at least the United States is built, it's built to basically tell us, I think as mothers that our thoughts don't have value. I mean, I think that when we're forced to go back to work, when, you know, we're dying more than we should in childbirth, when it's not safe in a lot of ways to have a baby, like there's just a whole lot of stuff that happens that I think by the time we come to the other side, women in general are taught maybe that our thoughts aren't as valuable as they actually are. Um, So then we have to find our voice and we have to find our thoughts and we have to figure out, you know, if our intuition or if, you know, our feelings do have value, which of course they do. Mm -hmm. But how do we, how do we get there? Yeah. For me, I think that it, it all gets tied into, you know, one day, it's just you. Yes, you're pregnant. Yes, you can feel that little one inside and you know they're going to be here. And then the next day they're here and that little one is it, everything becomes kind of about mm-hmm. that baby. And so we put ourselves so low on the list. And I think that includes our thoughts and feelings and, feelings mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and and I think the longer you kind of stay down there and don't mm-hmm. keep that in mind and don't slowly start to um, 
you know, find that new you and learn about that new you. Mm -hmm. And it, it can stay down there for a long time. Those value, you know, your values, you start to kind of believe that, oh no, well, what I would like to do right now, or my thoughts of myself Mm -hmm. or, you know, my needs. No, Mm -hmm. no, like don't do that. You know, I feel like we do that to ourselves. I mean, I'm what, like almost 11 years into parenthood. And like this week, Lindy and I haven't really seen a whole lot of each other. There's been (laughs) stuff happening at Latch Mama where we have been literally head down working almost every single day and it's been heavy stuff and it's just been, it's just been hard and we're not walking in the mornings because I don't like being cold. Um, So we haven't seen each other. So I reached (laughs) out to her and I was like, Hey, we really need to do a a date one night this week. And so we figured out that Wednesday before after, hours was the best idea for both of our schedules and our families but I have to say even just looking at my husband 11 years into motherhood and saying hey Lindy and I are going to go out to dinner before after hours I'm out of pocket from six you know from six o'clock on completely accepted it it was fine everything it was on the calendar it was totally cool Mm -hmm. but there was still that moment of is this okay that I do this? Can I leave him with this many kids? Is it really fair to him? Cause he's going to have dinner time through bedtime through bath time, which he normally has on after hours nights anyways. Like it was fine, but it's yeah. so funny yeah. because it's just not like, and I value the people and the other mothers in life that I watch do this on a regular basis. Yeah. Cause I just, I it's, it's hard. I think it's also because I really truly do enjoy and love the evenings together as a family. I think some of it is just love for that, but holy moly, was it nice to hang out with you and have connection and mm-hmm. not have kids craw- crawling yeah. around and stuff. But yeah. Oh, I have that conversation every single time. Yeah. And I'll even like, we're in a point where, you know, we want to communicate kind of what we're thinking or what we're feeling like uh-huh. trying to work on that. I'm, I'm talking about my husband. And so I'll say like, I struggle making this decision for me and he'll be like, like why are you just and I'm like I know like I know I know but there will always be Mm -hmm. a part of me as a mom Mm -hmm. as a wife yeah partner whatever I will always have that little bit of yeah no but I but I don't I can you know give it to them and but but I know that it is okay yeah and I'm not talking about like the safety like can I leave my kids safe or like are my kids gonna be okay or are they gonna feel loved like I'm just talking about the inner stuff like are you really truly worth when it mm-hmm. comes down to it, this time away that you know yeah. that you need. And that's the part that I just encourage everybody to kind of dig into. Yeah. And because you are, you're absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, it's such an important thing. I mean, you're going to get connection, especially like from this example, like this whole like friendship connection. You're actually going to, from the studies say that you will get energy from connection Mm-hmm. more so than in some ways like taking a nap or doing other things it's like there's something in validation and connection that gives you energy and optimism and stuff moving forward and some of that connection sometimes can't come directly from your partner especially in the years of motherhood I think finding another woman who yeah. can actually like meet you there and can actually feel what you're feeling I think is really important yeah. too so I don't know you're worth it your thoughts Agreed. have feelings if yeah. you feel like you need to get away if you feel like you need to go do something do it because you yeah. matter yeah. And I think sometimes I apply that even sometimes with working out. I'm like, I, I don't have an hour. I don't know why I always put like this, this time on something It's weird, but I'm like, if you have 15 minutes, like mm-hmm. you can start small. It's not like mm-hmm. you're like, I can't go away from the weekend or yeah. I can't do a night or mm-hmm. anyways, but fine, find a little increment yeah. and meet with a friend for I'm, coffee for 
30 minutes or you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, like, I went, I, went I struggle like, with that. Yeah. Like this week I went from, oh my gosh, all I want to do is go lie on a beach in Thailand and like go hang out in temples <laughs> and, and eat really, really good food and hang out with a bunch, bunch of Buddhist people and just like, just chill. Like that's mm-hmm. all I wanted to do. Yeah. Now I compromised at dinner at the local brewery with Lindy <laughs> um, before I went back to work at 9 PM. Um, but I know I'm worth that trip to Thailand, hundred percent. It's not feasible right now at all. But yeah, it's not that I don't think I'm worth it. Yeah, you know. So I think I would encourage you all to do the work to get there. You know, read the books, talk to the people, talk to the people, <laughs> whether they be professional or not, and try and get there. You yeah. know. So yeah. All right, I'm getting stronger, mm. physically or mentally, because I feel hella weak this week. I know. I know. I feel like it could, it could play to all the parts of us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think after childbirth, and you need to give yourself time, especially physically. Um, you know, it's going to it's going to be a while, I think, before your body starts to feel strong again. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know. I feel like you can play the word strength into. Like sitting in those places that you may not in the past have wanted do you know what i'm saying no, like i 100 not necessarily strength I, as in like oh i'm strong or i can lift weights or i but I, but the strength in just navigating through those is yeah. huge yeah i mean i was actually just thinking this week i get filled with a lot of gratitude sometimes because this like therapy journey has been something that i never in a million years expected to be what it was and it's been two years but just my ability to have the strength and like the endurance to sit in uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. is unbelievable. Like if you had ever told me that somewhere in all of this, I would learn how to actually be, feel uncomfortable without grabbing sugar or displacing it somewhere else. Or, I mean, I've always had pretty benign coping skills, like in terms of like, never used drugs or smoked a cigarette or done anything. I mean, I'll have a glass of wine, but just the idea that like I'm learning Mm -hmm. to be strong enough that they don't consume me, but I still feel them enough to learn from them and learn what changes and stuff I want to make in my life. So not that you can ever get rid of all the uncomfortableness, but what is it about this situation that's either triggering Mm -hmm. something from my past or do I need to change it or change how I'm showing up or something like that? It's, that strength and I think some of it of course is from therapy but some of it is just like life and motherhood in general it's like when you start to allow yourself to feel things and they don't kill you mm-hmm. you know it's like I ran a marathon it didn't didn't die what yeah. am I gonna do next you know kind of something like that like my worst case scenario happened and I'm still here and I'm still okay you know there's some sort of strength mm-hmm. in that I think you know and I really just see that word as another word like you could just put grow in there mm-hmm. yeah. so you know because when you think uh, I don't know you, you kind of go to day. physical strength yeah. but I really just think it's like I'm growing and mm-hmm. changing and learning yeah is kind of how I see it we've had so. a lot of conversations this week and last week and this month and last month and all the time about um really having those hard conversations and like making change in your life and whether they be with a partner or whether they be with your pediatrician when they're saying something you don't agree with or your mother-in-law or your boss or something like that and really truly leaning in 
to that feeling of discomfort and truly realizing that you are strong. And sometimes those feelings of growth Mm -hmm. that feel uncomfortable are actually what are going to make you stronger and going to make you continue to be able to show up for yourself and your family. Um, So don't be afraid of them. You know, I think that that's like my big, one of my big takeaways is that really having those hard conversations is a learned skill. Mm -hmm. Um, and something that, you know, I think that if you can find the safe places to have them and to try to learn and develop that skill, I think it can benefit yourself and your family and all of that as well. So absolutely agree. It's just like, you know, lifting weights. Like if you don't ever up the weight, you're not going to really get any stronger, Mm -hmm. you know? So like you have to lean in to those feelings. And like, I know for me, you know, I worked in corporate America for a while. And like, I remember the first time I got called into somebody's office and it was like literally two weeks after I started and I got called in because I wasn't wearing heels and they didn't like my clothes. Um, and they didn't feel like I looked professional enough. Um, I was a little rough around the edges. Like I wasn't like everybody else was extremely polished. They were like Northern Virginia real estate, you know, mm. mostly blonde hair and, you know, tight suits and heels and stuff like that. All the stuff that we don't really want to admit sells things sometimes but it does um in terms of like you know Mm -hmm. gross real estate dc stuff you know um but i remember sitting in that conversation and crying and having to hand me tissues and like i look back on it now and i'm not upset at myself that i cried but my fortitude for sitting in those like hard conversations and leading some of them now has completely changed um and it's actually gotten me a lot further and in a position that I'm really, really proud of, you know, now. Yeah. So I don't know. I love it. And I actually liked, I like the weights with the muscles. And I think, you know, those muscles in order for them to grow, have Mm -hmm. to go through hard things and be torn apart and rebuild. And you fuel it with those, those good things, whether that therapy, those connections, those, you know, all that learning. And yeah. Like, as if you're sitting and really stronger, if you're sitting in really poor boundaries with your in-laws or Christmas or the holidays were absolutely terrible this mm-hmm. year. You know, the only way to really solve that is to have that hard conversation. The only way to make next year better is mm-hmm. to sit in those feelings and to try to communicate them and to have a conversation. And I think that that's something that is sometimes lost um, as we grow, but especially when we become become mothers for all of the other things we've talked about is suddenly we don't think our thoughts matter and we don't know where our voice is and it's all about our kids and stuff like that. Um, But I think if we can really learn how to lean into those conversations and remember that our worth is, uh, is great. You know, I mean, we, we are worth something. Um, Although some days we feel like we're just worth diaper changes and, and contact naps and all of that stuff. Like yeah. it, it, it all matters. Yeah. So. And then, I mean, it, then it only escalates to some days I'm like, I feel like I'm just the taxi and, yeah. and, and, and the food service and, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. definitely well out of the diaper changes, but there's something, there's something more. Yeah. <laughs> something's up, something's coming up next, up next, you know? So yeah. But yeah. All anyways. right, guys. So we're done. What series are we going to do next? We need another one. Okay. I really enjoyed this. So. All right. Go join the Latch Mama podcast group on Facebook or send us an email at podcast at latchmama.com and give us some ideas on our next series. Yes. Um, A lot of different podcasts are doing call-ins. So maybe we can do some of that again. Maybe bring that in. Okay. Um, But we want to know what you guys want to talk about. 
um, for the next series. Um, so go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, share it somewhere on a social media platform and leave us a review if you guys can. Um, and then send it to podcast at latchmama.com and we will send you a blanket with all of our affirmations. Last week yes, for a blanket if you've not gotten one. It's you can the only last, get one. Yes, it's but. the last week. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks.